You're listening to episode 19 of Wine and Cheese, a podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. And this week we're bringing you Hot Green Records' inaugural May 21st, 2011 release, Algernon Cadwallader's Parrot Flies, mixed with, can't find the year, 1998, DreamWorks Pictures' 1998 adventure fantasy comedy, Polly. <laughs> that was DreamWorks. Yeah, it was DreamWorks. Wow. Hmm. Must have been a pretty early installment for them. <laughs> yeah? Are they relatively? I don't know. Oh, okay. Is Shrek DreamWorks? <laughs> yes. Uh, sure. And like Madagascar and stuff. Hell of a portfolio for them. Hell of a portfolio. About Over the Hedge? <laughs> they love animals. So, yeah. well, don't push it, Mike. <laughs> True. Um, Tyler, Pretty sure you, Over the Hedge is DreamWorks. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it would be. Yeah. I don't know. Hoodwinked. Who knows? Yeah. Tyler, what have you been watching lately? Listening, listening to. to Can we keep one at a time? Tyler, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, well, Algernon. Uh, Codwell Otter, obviously. That led me into snowing. Um, then I found two bands lately I really like, Blowout and Crash of Rhinos. Over and two? I have uh, yeah, no listened clue. twice to From Here to Infirmary in the Car, just because I'm like really digging that lately. Nice. Yo, that record's great. Very cool. Great album. Joey, how about you, man? Um, so I've been listening to pretty that... That new band with Phoebe Bridgers and Connor Oberst, Better Oblivion Community Center. Hell oh. of a name. Whoa. I actually kind of like the name. It's I'd, cool, right? I wear that t-shirt. It I sounds like, like an emo t-shirt you'd wear. So it came out like two weeks ago, and I've listened to it probably every day since it came out. That's cool. Um, I, love, I love her in general, but it's really great. They did this weird viral marketing before the record came out, like a couple weeks before, where they posted like a phone number online or something, or they had they bought like advertising on benches, okay. and they put this phone number on there, and it made it sound like it was like a weird institute of some kind. Yeah, I mean and, the, the Better Crisis Oblivion Bureau. Whatever yeah, what it's you called. said, <laughs> uh, and then um, like you would call it, and it was like a really cryptic message. I didn't do it, but you can hear it on Spotify. I think interesting. Um, the record's great. It sounds like what you'd imagine a record by those two would sound like. Totally. Um, I can't recommend it enough. But uh, cool. so that made me listen to more Phoebe Bridgers, and I listened to the new Sharon Van Etten record. It's called "Remind Me Tomorrow." I, I also like saw tr- her Instagram tag is Sharon Van Halen, which I think is so funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. That's really good too. Um, and then finally, I've been listening to. Have you heard this band, The Beths? Record yeah, came out last year, Mike. Familiar. I think you'd be really into. Is that? It. Are they all named Beth? Oh, I don't know. No, um, uh, I swear there's a band. There's where... a dude in the band. I don't know. Okay. He could be named Beth. I don't know. But they're yeah, from like know. New Zealand. Yeah, they're kind of like, um, just like garage punky. Totally. Like it's really catchy and really fun. I like it a lot. Right on. What about you, Mike? I'll check it out. Um, I've got a I've got a pretty long list here. I'll cut it in half. Okay. <laughs> I listened to <laughs> Heard the man. Cass and Make. Uh, no, so the, do you know the band Castellus? The guy that did our artwork, John Weed. Shout out John Weed is the singer of Castellus. They're cool. Yeah, They're, you showed me them. A oh, few cool. Times. Yeah, it's members of like. Uh, so it's kind of similar, like in a little bit of the noodly emo thing. There were boy, uh, blah, blah, bands called Boy Problems and Make Me that were like. Yeah. Okay. Early mid two thousands bands. Um, I looked them All up. All local, I assume. Localish. Like Allentown in New Brunswick, kind of yeah. like where those scenes really thrived a little bit. Um, but yeah, Castles is cool. Been checking them out. I I wanted to ask you, Joey. Do you fuck with the Spinto band? Being a Delaware native, never heard of them. Oh, okay, cool. Are they're they're just, a Delaware band. They're a Delaware. I think they're from oh, like no. Wilmington. How so many Delaware really... bands are there? Eight, at least two. Five. <laughs> That's All it. Right. We uh, got. Uh, <laughs> can't even name any. I could name a million like terrible. Christian metalcore bands, but go name ahead. A few. We can bring up My America again. Yo, My America is probably <laughs> like our best output. Uh, 
no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, but no, so they're, they're like um, almost like a vampire weekendy kind of band or like clap your hands. Oh, that's say, fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that like 2006 era of like, uh, I think it's like Baroque pop. What do they call themselves? They, they have some sort of like silly genre. Any words right now. That was a, a weird <laughs> yeah. derivation. Um, anyways, beyond all that, I've been listening to the new Angel Dust song, Bang My Drum, a whole lot. Yo, I was not big into the first two new songs at first, but Bang big My Drum... Love freaking rips it's so good i love it my friend hit me up on instagram he was like yo it sounds like they found huey lewis and i was like it's got the saxophone like halfway through it's It's so good um and then i know you said cut it in half i'm still cutting it in half but there's so much more (laughs) you can Uh, keep going i'm not gonna stop you there's a genre of just like dudes who just go fucking spazzy on drums it's like there's this band from oakland called summer blondes uh, and then there's a dude from California named Zach Hill who's like a drummer who's in Hella and yeah. Bicons and stuff. And it's so cool to listen to that. And I like went down a little bit of a, a rabbit hole into like this band called Don Caballero. Yeah, I remember them. They're sweet. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. they're all like Real math good mathy. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever listened to Lightning Bolt? No. Mm-mm. Dude, the drum, that's like, I don't even know how to describe it, but the okay. drummer wears a mask with a microphone in it. <laughs> so he doesn't have to like put his mouth to a microphone and it's like a weird like stitched up yeah. mask Fuck yeah. and he just like it's just like real made of? mask uh, material yeah it's right. probably it looks like it's made out of like wool or something i don't yeah. know but cool. um so they're just like really chaotic and weird and he just like does like super fuzzy muffled vocals over just like insane drumming it sounds they're awesome i could dig that hard it I, sounds like i'd be sound. very into that dude it's if you if you're into like hella and stuff it's yeah. like weird it's, it's like, like weirder hella it's basically like experimental shit yeah yeah because there's like the drummer from 1994 uh his name's mike he is that t- that project called na nah yeah 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 it's like that a lot where dude, it's like yeah this is probably pretty similar to that right. yeah right. well i'll check it all out and now i'll stop talking shit i gotta listen to 1994 now it's been a while well it's been a while they had a split with Algernon. On that hey. there was that four-way split, uh, yeah. Boys and Sex, Algernon, 1994, and Snowing. When it's called like Summer Singles, they each did one song, and it's so okay. Uh, wasn't Adventures on that too? Uh-uh. I thought they did. Uh, Maybe they reach did out another, to you on that one. No. Maybe they did another volume of it or but, something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I swear to God, there was uh, Simulation and uh, Reach Out to You were on as a one compilation. You down. I'm gonna I'm gonna shake my head continually. But I'm not saying it's that one, but I remember <laughs> they were on one together. Okay. I'll, I mean, I, that was not meant to be a sarcastic okay. That was supposed to be like, maybe you're right. I don't <laughs> I know. I think um, Little Big League was on one too, though. There, I swear to God, there was one compilation. There must be more volumes. There has to That's be. my guess. Because they had Year of uh, the... This was just a one-off thing year between the all, those, was... all those dudes that lived at Big Mama's house. All right. At Big yeah. Mama's house. Big Mama's house. Martin Fifth Lawrence? No, I'm just a fucking idiot. That's just go, move, <laughs> out, move on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm about to look up. Just keep going. Check it out. Um, I looked on is this band emo.com and Algernon Cadwallader is an emo band. And that's... Uh, that's all I had to say. I thought well, there would be more. To it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pitchfork was saying they were like the the gods of the revival. Yeah. I mean, they, this I band mean, was huge. I they, think that's kind of true. Like, they definitely, oh, like, yeah. popularized it. You know what I mean? They captured the Tim yeah. Kinsella, like, Cap and Jazz screaming with the noodle. Like, they have all of those elements yeah. uh, that kids really liked in, like, the 90s and just kind of brought it back. So. Actually, the only note I prepared about them was that Algernon, they sound like a... Uh, Six million dollar man version of surf rock. So imagine <laughs> like a on. surf rock band got in a really bad car accident and the government rebuilt them and they're like, all right, we can make it better. So they got like, <laughs> they got a little more technical and faster, but the guy's vocal cords got fucked up and they couldn't fix that. So he just like screamed a lot. Okay. 
because they have like that upbeat, bright sound to them still compared to some other bands. But they're, uh, I, I can see a little bit of surfiness in there. I get it. I, I want can, you to just keep going. I also can't find whatever we were just talking about because I f- kind of forgot. Don't worry about it. I don't want to be proven wrong. So. I, don't <laughs> I don't think it exists. Um, this album has been reissued. It might have been a playlist I made for myself. <laughs> And Jesus. named it Tyler's <laughs> Summer. <laughs> yeah. I just don't see the crossover between Adventures and Algernon, really, and, and that, that's that. I kind of can see it. Well, no, I, yeah. I mean, mostly in, like, band members and crews and stuff. I don't oh, think sure. there's really much of that. But well, I mean, like, like... Labels can interact, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. Anyway. This album's been released and reissued by Big Scary Monsters, which is a UK label, maybe. I think uh, Asian Man Records recently reissued it. Yeah. And, and then uh, more recently, most recently, Lauren Records a couple months ago just put out Algernon's entire discography, I think, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't even know that came out. Well, like, well, I think a couple episodes ago, Tyler mentioned that um, they, they just put it all Spotify. up on Spotify. Yeah, that was really hard to find them for a bit unless you already had their stuff. Yeah, yeah. or just like went on Bandcamp, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like YouTube. Yeah. But I can't like stream YouTube in the car. Yeah, but I... Because uh, I think they created Hot Green Records just to put this album out, basically. Oh, okay. It was just like those dudes... That makes sense. That makes started sense. Their own we should I play think a song. A yeah, let's do that. What song do you want to hear? Should we play <laughs> the song off of the split that we keep talking about? <laughs> yeah, do that one. Okay, here's Simulation. <laughs> Wait, is it on the record too? No. No, they put that on the third album they put out, which is why just a, com- like a combination of all the stuff they... Why do we play the stuff that isn't on the thing? We're not going to ever do the split. We're not going to have a, uh, an episode about the split. Play, um... Sure. How good is this song, right? It's so good. <laughs> I can listen to this like eight times in a row, unflinchingly. I guess we haven't talked in a while. Let's uh, we're just kind of listening. Right. It's a listening it's party a now. <laughs> We've been more captivated by this song than any song ever before. Um, it's yeah, so, so that's, good. That's off the split <laughs> with adventures. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that song's cool. Oh fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey Tyler, remember that time that we saw Algernon together with uh, band name and teenage cool kids and kite party? In well, a West Philly basement at Danger Danger. Yeah, then those, was Teenage that you, Cool Kids were pretty cool. You were still like a Philly you then, right? We stayed at your house in a... Yeah, you helped me move into my apartment with uh, another another Tyler. And then yeah. the three of us went to that house show. It was really fun. Yeah, that was great. I mean, I remember <laughs> I remember being so insanely hot because it was crowded in the basement. No air conditioner or anything. It was really hot. But it was a good, really good show. Yeah. I never got to see him. I was going to ask you guys if you had, but... Yeah, you had. yeah just that one time. Um, I saw, I think, their last Philly show, or like second to last show ever was with... I think it was like... Uh, Joyce Manor, Tiger's Draw, Kite Party, and Algernon. Was it like announced or did it was they not just announced? Like, On stage, yeah. there was like, I think it was like Tank, or their drummer. I think they were like, Tank's having a kid. We, we're not going to do this anymore. Damn. And everyone was like, oh, Well, yeah. the one guy's in Dogs on Acid. You, both of them were actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that Peter, band's good too. Peter and Joe, yeah. And then, and I then they the have original, a new band. One of the guys has a new band, Yankee Bluff. Yankee Bluff, yeah. I think Pete's in that band. And then I think the original drummer of Algernon comes back and plays drums in. Uh, dogs on acid and maybe now in yankee bluff too i don't yeah I really okay don't, they're, they're if, all um, they're all just sharing if bands. the midwest emo scene uh the second wave shows us anything just wait 15 years and then we'll have an algernon reunion and which one is that that's a good point and then they'll put <laughs> yeah, <I think> <laughs> <good. laughs> 
They'll play like UT or something. Yeah. It'll yeah. be insane. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they They'll like headlined three nights at UT all sold out in 30 seconds. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> I think I would go. Oh, totally. I would they're 100% not, go. They're not a big stage kind of band, but I'd do it anyway. Yeah. I feel like most of their shows were just house shows and like the videos are all just kids screaming everywhere. So it's, it looks yeah. like the most fun. Well, they kind of oh, yeah. do like this record is. So I never really listened to this one when it came out. I listened to the other one. Yeah. The, What's the other one? Some kind of Cadwilder. Yeah. So that one was that, that one was me neither. That's why I'm I kind of avoid saying it. Elgernon um, Cadwallader. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. they're named after what is it? The first guy who lived in Yardley. Yardley. Yardley the founder yeah. of Yardley, PA. Yeah, the founder of Yardley. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So that that record's okay. Like I. I didn't like love it back then, but I listened to it yeah. a fair amount. I wish I listened to this back then because this rips. This is you guys were talking about the other day. This is like one of the best ones we've done. Oh, I yeah. think so. I, yeah. I like. I'm kind of the same as you. Where when it came out, I didn't like it. I didn't like this as much as I like some kind of Cadwallader. Oh, really? Uh, so I never really listened to this one as much. It's it's a little like, and I say this with the like a little tongue in cheek, maybe, but it's like more polished than the other sure. one. Sure. Uh, but it's still so awesome. I feel like I, they kind of like hone their sound a lot on this album. Yeah, I have a bigger appreciation for them now. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the vocals back then. I just yeah. didn't like the off-key kind of wailing type yeah. stuff. Totally. But this one has a. It's like a, still a little bit like that. But it's yeah. I don't know. Like it just flows better. I like it a lot. Totally. A lot of uh, claps and tambourines and acoustic guitars layered in and stuff. Like I feel like it's um. Yeah, they did a lot of neat things on the side. Yeah. Let me see. What do you real, guys have? Real any- pet soundsy. Uh, so, if it kills me is like my favorite song on here. Yeah, I, I have a note, maybe my favorite on the album. If it kills me, and I don't know. The thing is, like when I put this on, I just listen the whole way through and just let it run. It's nice. It's good length. So I never minutes. just like pick one to just put on. <laughs> yeah. like a baby <laughs> there are very few songs where I can like pick out what he's saying it's yeah, so hard same. there is a line I like jump right in there it's definitely one of those um, they this is also use like, vocals as like uh, another just melody yeah not meant to be heard at all yeah. this is like also the first time I've ever really paid attention to the lyrics <laughs> like when I was like looking them up and stuff but yeah they're not bad yeah they're pretty good they're interesting it makes for a good wine or cheese segment for sure Yes. <laughs> As we know that some previous episodes have not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the, the title track, Parrot Flies. There's a line. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, a parrot flies a thousand miles only to find he's gone the wrong direction. He thinks if this is where I am, then this is where I belong. It's like striking, like kind of poignant. For I think it's like about Polly. <laughs> I think it is about I think Pauly. it's about Polly. <laughs> it's literally about Polly. <laughs> Might be. Uh, Might he had no idea where he was going. He truly had no idea. But he found Marie, and we'll talk about it later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's more. <laughs> um, oh, you know what's another? I'm gonna put on preservatives. I like that song a lot too. That one's good. Like that's like the shouty like harmony song. I mean, I give think, me a bad one. You can't. I think this I record actually kind of. Um, we talk a lot about records being front loaded, but I think the second half of this record is, is better than the first. I would tend to agree, honestly. Yeah. This is like the one that stands out. It in just the early gets better ones. and better. Good head bob part. Oh hell yeah! I'm literally doing it right now. Actually, we all are. You could kind of pogo to this if you really wanted to. I dare you now. No. 
Not in your room. <laughs> We're recording in my bedroom. There's plenty of space here. I'm going to skip ahead to like a minute 25 because it shifts tempo and everything. Yeah. that drum beat that just holds it That's all a, down. That part's a little funky. I like it. A little funky? Yeah. A little funky. I like the other song that mentions the title in it. Some low song. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh... <laughs> so, like, Ray of Light by Madonna. Like that one. Mm-hmm. Sure. And she says, click in the Ray of Light or something. Uh, maybe. Yeah. What's the one song on this album where the, the drummer's like, oh, my stick broke at the very last hit. It's like a part at the end oh, of the song. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. My stick broke at the last hit. Um, <laughs> that was early on, wasn't it? I think so. There's no really music remember. videos. Yeah. I tried. True. Nothing there. There's also, the. F- it's a pretty bold move. The first track is like six or seven minutes and has just like a five minute jam at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's like a weird move for the first song, but if it's I like the well. first song. First song's cool. Springing Leaks. Um. I was reading a punk news review and like Ooh. in the first couple of sentences, the person reviewing it said, I just love the South Park style paper cutout of a parrot on the front. Uh, South Park <laughs> and I thought that was so stupid. It's one of the dumber reviews. I think the heard. artwork's pretty great. I like it. It fits. A lot. Um, but that, it doesn't look like upsetting. South Park at all. Like not even just cause it's paper. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. True. <laughs> it's fresh on everyone's minds. If it, if you know what, fuck that person. If the parrot, was on South Park, it'd be like two colors. Yeah. And it'd be stop motion, which is impossible for a static picture. <laughs> um, this album, Go on. <laughs> this Tell album, us how. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> this album debunks my theory about track nine on an 11-track album being a downer because oh. chewed up and spit out in a bowl is really sick. Yeah. And the, I'm going to just play the opening because I think the opening lyrics of this song are kind of cool. They sing about like desert islands a lot and, and paradise and things. Oh, really? Song about parrots. Where do you think you find parrots at, Mike? In parrot paradise. Maybe a pawn shop in New Jersey. Spoiler alert. Cool, I'm glad you guys agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah. That song yeah. Uniform's good too. Uniform? We can't just play. We're just, just going to say the we'll, we'll save we'll, we'll save, save Uniform one. for the for the transition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that one though too. That's the one that has like a lot of claps and, and acoustic guitars and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Um Glenwood Ave. I wrote a note where it's the quintessential Algernon song. It's got riffs, stops and starts, big sing-alongs, steady driving drums, a slow pretty part, and then lyrics about trees and shit. <laughs> like that's like pretty. Where's Glenwood Ave? That, I think that's pretty early. I'm gonna on, Google like map four or it. five. Oh, you're right. physically where the street is. Oh, physically, yeah. where's the street at? Probably in Yardley, West Glenwood Ave. That oh, could be Philly. Is Philly? Yeah. Oh, it's only 12 uh, minutes from here. Should we go there and record the that, rest of this episode? Yes. <laughs> We've is that, got that West Philly, probably? We've got another podcast um, to record tonight. <laughs> it's actually right past Broad Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Broad and 17th. Broad or and wait, 17th? Or wait, what am I saying? Sorry, it's like uh, I was looking at the wrong part. It's uh, Lehigh Ave and 17th, wherever that oh, is. Oh, that's like not far from here, actually. Yeah, we can get there right now. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. All right. I'm going to cut it off and we're going to come back in two seconds. 
All right, and we're back. We're coming to you live from uh, Lehigh and Seventeenth, Glenwood. Glenwood. Oh, it's right. It's right where Foreman Mills is. Sick. Foreman Mills. <laughs> um, I mean, it's totally right where Foreman Mills is because we're right next to it. Yeah, yeah. we're here. Physically, Foreman Mills. <laughs> I wanna, um, I wanna save this one for the end of the episode as well. I think, but uh, Cruisin is another really good song. That, that one's that cool. Last track, it's just it like fades out then fades back in. I like that. I like songs that do that. Real yeah. wavy. Yeah, wavy gravy. Good, good last song. Great there's not really. Song. There's no duds. There were one or two that were kind of. Like, I think loose there's cannons. P- there's was like one that parts I was like, that are whatever, but like. There's mm-hmm. no dud songs. Totally. That no, song not sad is kind of like today when I was listening to it, I was like, "Oh, this song sad." Oh, is that the really call, good? Call it target practice. I think so. That's that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, you guys get any good weird out titles? You guys get anything interesting? Going I got. On? I got one. You got one. Oh wait, how <laughs> do you guys on. rate the album? Oh, okay. So Pitchfork gave us seven point two. Are we doing numbers or are we good. sticking with letters like we did with Bailey? What's no, the deal? that's that boy's not out shit. <laughs> We're not yeah, doing that. Fuck that thing. <laughs> that was a fun episode though, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Guys, right? Yeah, right? I would give it like a seven and a half. Yeah. Personally. I'd, gi- I'd give it an eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do like an eight, even to like an eight and a half on this yeah. one. Okay. Okay. It's good. It's just one of those ones where like I don't feel any compulsion to skip a track. I could listen the whole way through and enjoy the whole ride. Yeah, it's sure. not it's not long. It's it's just good. Yeah, I agree. Um my weird out title is Where It Lies. And it's about playing golf uh and you have to play the ball where it lies what was the original like title like okay parrot flies oh. <laughs> would there be any references to uh happy to go more that that's, well? that's pretty much where i got it from oh hell yeah. yeah yeah so you know about talking about sand traps and the rough and your ball struck my foot <laughs> <laughs> is this your ball it struck my foot I would do, uh, instead of preservatives, we're going to do conservatives, and he's going to talk about the current political climate, because that's <laughs> always funny. Yeah. <laughs> Topical. Uh, I had a couple uh, springing leaks. I was going to make twinning peaks. I don't know about more that like t- More like ticking leaks. <laughs> <laughs> cruising. I was going to do perusing, but I don't know. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> you guys ready for this one? No. You're talking politics? Mike like breaks us down so his last one sounds extra good, I think. No, I yeah. usually do the opposite. <laughs> Two turds and a first. piece of gold. <laughs> well, get ready for this one. Glenwood Ave would be Pennsylvania Ave. The Yankovic Trump take the Trump takedown we've been waiting for all <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It's that we've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> the Trump takedown we've all been waiting for. Ow. Al Yankovic. Al, the people are clamoring. What do you what do you have to say? <laughs> it's kind of fucked up that we haven't met Weird Al as a result of this podcast yet. Yeah, it is. I think he listens to it. I've never seen him. Wasn't he playing here or did that happen? He, he tours. <laughs> Wasn't he going to play at the Met or something? Am I crazy? Maybe. Um he took a picture. He posted a picture the other day of him with Kenny G. Where did you, where oh, yeah. did you see this picture? It was like proof that we're on Instagram. Do you follow him? Yeah. All right. I, I, I do too. <laughs> sometimes I tag him in posts from the podcast. Hell yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. Trying to get him to notice. <laughs> notice us. We'll ghost write for you, Al. He doesn't need We've it. Are you kidding trying. me? No, you're right. We're not up to his standards. All he needs is like popular songs to keep coming out. <laughs> I think that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a second.
And we're back. Hey. Mike, what have you been watching lately? Uh, I watch a lot of surf documentaries these days. <laughs> I watched uh, one called Take Every Wave, the Laird Hamilton story. It's really, really cool. Who's he? Is he one of those, was he a surfer? He's like one of the most famous surfers in the world. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, he... Leonard Kelly Nimoy. Slater, Leonard Nimoy. Uh, he's probably more famous than Kelly Slater. Uh, yeah, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> what? <laughs> R.I.P. Sure. Uh, I also watched that show, Escape at Denimora, the Ben Stiller produced or directed show uh, about the actual prison break that happened like five years ago. Oh, where was, are you? Where are you watching really this? Good. Yeah, that, that sounds cool. On Showtime, I think. Oh yeah, it is Showtime because I got Showtime for a month and I watched that show. I'm dying up here again. Showtime really like plug. Give yeah, us money. Is. It's really, really good. Check it out. It's it's like seven episodes. Uh, it's got Benicio when, del Toro and Paul Dano and when you did Arquette, Patricia. When Arquette. you did a Showtime, would you do a trial? Uh, you can do it on Amazon. You just buy the channel for a month for like seven bucks. Cool. Yeah, I grabbed yeah. it so I can watch Shameless and I want to watch Jesus Amaro when it comes back. I was watching something else. I can't remember because nice. it wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, also saw a pretty cool kind of psychedelic foreign movie. I think it's either Spanish or Mexican. It's called Timeshare. Okay. And it feels like a Nacho Vigalondo movie where it's kind of like a little heady and it's really, really cool. Okay. So I would say check that out. Timeshare. Time, Neat. Timeshare. Just one. Timeshare. Okay. Uh, Tyler, what have you been watching? Uh, keeping up with the Orville. I started watching The Passage. Based on the novels by Justin Cronin, it's it's been watchable, <laughs> not great. It's a Fox show. I didn't expect much. <laughs> Doing another round of The Office. Uh, sidebar: uh, My girlfriend and I went to The Office trivia this past Monday, dude, and you crushed it. It looked, and like. we got a forty-nine point five out of a possible fifty points. We won the entire trivia by half a point. You only won by half point. Yeah. So. Oh wow. For if you had to name an actor or a character, a full name was one point. So if you could only do the first name, you lost a half a point. Oh. So we couldn't remember Plop's last name. It's Pete Miller for anyone wondering, but we still won one fifty dollar gift card to the bar. So pretty fucking dope. The Simon Birch music. Is that what you? Uh, is that what you didn't get? What? What was the whole point you missed? Was it that? No, we got a 49 and a half, so we, we only missed oh, half. Oh, you only missed half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Math is um, good. And then I decided I was in too much of a good mood, so I watched the Ted Bundy tapes, <laughs> and then I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. Both are terrifying and disgusting. Hell yeah. Is Ted Bundy hot? <sighs> the question on everybody's mind. He won't answer. <laughs> Sounds like a yes to me. <laughs> I also forgot to mention, I saw Joe Swanberg on the L the one day. It was crazy. I was I listening just, to Film Friends today, and they just talked about how... Uh, they sat next to him at dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, did they really mention it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then cool. they said, uh, Paul Shock saw him on the train the other day yeah. and stood next to him. I stood like right next to him. I was like, <laughs> if we get off at the same station, then I'll say, hey, man, I like your work and just walk away and be yeah. cool about it. But I didn't want to fucking bother him. Yeah, but then him. you'll do that thing where you like trip on the sidewalk. <laughs> or like, <gasps> or, like you should have got off, you got off his at his stop and then like say that and then get back on the train. <laughs> <laughs> We're just cool. going to gloss over. He just said he'd suck his toes. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> How about you, Joey? What else have you been watching? Uh, so... I'm still watching that show, Letter Kennedy. It's like the funniest show in the world. Um, I rewatched Canada. Tag. Oh yeah, the other night you rewatched it. Rewatched it. It holds up. You really like it's it. on HBO. It's pretty good. Um, like my uh, roommate hadn't seen it, so we just watched it. Um, I finally watched Mud for the first time. Uh, I can't bone. believe I had never yeah, seen that. Was, that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I like Jeff Nichols movies in general. They're great. What else does what else has he done? He did like Midnight Special oh, okay. and like uh pretty much any other Michael Shannon movie. He did Take Shelter. Yeah. That, yeah. that one's like my favorite. I still need to watch that. Um I watched uh Tully. That was quite good. I the twist 
I didn't see it coming, and I kind of wish it didn't happen. Really? I yeah. kind of like the twist. It's fine. Yeah. What movie? Tully. Tully? The one with uh, Charlize Theron. It's like uh, directed uh, by the director uh, of Juno. Oh, true. Um, Postpartum and, uh, separation anxiety. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But now I know there's a twist, and that ruins the twist. Not necessarily. Get the, out of here. The fact that there's a twist ruins the twist. <laughs> um, and then um, I watched a documentary called The Act of Killing. Oh, you guys yeah. seen this? It's supposed to be really heavy. About the Indonesian genocide. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Dude, it's it's amazing. Um, as someone who one just doesn't know anything about that, and two, up until this point, had little to no interest in it. It was very fascinating. It's very it has like a cool style. I just got to read a little part of this plot right here for you, just Please. to kind of put it in the perspective. But um, it's uh takes place in like present or like over the last you know over several years uh it's like the filmmakers following the guys who were the executioners mm. at that point Ugh. and they like idolize especially American gangster movies um so they it's like them making a movie about the things that they did Jesus. and sort of glorifying it but then you can kind of see like as time progresses like at least one of them is kind of like, oh shit, this was really fucked up. Mm-hmm. But they live their life every day celebrating it up until this point, basically. Uh, it's really insane. Awful. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But it was very fascinating. I highly recommend Thanks it. Thanks for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Had to one up you on the Bundy thing, man. <laughs> uh, on a lighter dark. note, have you guys seen that Denny Villanueva is going to, he's going to direct the upcoming Dune movies? I think he's doing it yeah. in two parts, and it's going to be like. Uh, Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet, Oscar Isaac, Javier Bardem, Stellan Skarsgård. What a cast! Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. pretty cool. And I think it's supposed to get. It's obviously like. Is he bringing know, Sting back? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think uh, it should. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a pretty big departure from David Lynch's version. They were saying it's still based off the same like material and everything, sure. same source material. But like, I think they're seeing it to be pretty like tonally different and everything. So I, I'm really curious. I'm very interested. Yeah, that sounds cool. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, would do, spe- I would do theaters for that, and we know what for sure what he can do with sci-fi. So, like, dude, Blade I mean, Runner Blade 49 incredible. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. So, and just it, everything he's done, I'm it's really very a dude doing justice. I feel like I hope so. As long as as long as he got uh, what's his name's blessing. Fuck. What's the right, guy's Herbert? name? Jodorowsky? Yeah, Jodorowsky. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, do I'm sure. He, I'm sure he did. Yeah. He's just like no, no one can do the movie like I could. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, speaking of flying, Polly. Flying? I don't know. <laughs> Sci-fi, <laughs> birds. I thought you were going to say on a lighter note, we watched Polly yeah. after we got done talking about our death documentary. Heartwarming tale, <laughs> really. Polly is one of my nicknames. Yo, so I just want to address something. I was listening to the Christmas episode of Strange Nerve, mm-hmm. and I did not know that everyone calls you Paul. Yeah, like almost no one calls me Mike. <laughs> I literally I call you Mike all the time. Okay, Very that's good because do. I've only ever known Mike as Mike, and, and I know I, that people call name. him Paul Shock. So I'm like, that makes yeah. sense. People call people by their last names all the time. I didn't know people. Just, uh, there, I didn't know this, Paul uh, was like top of the list. There's this super esoteric thing I like to call him. Uh, <laughs> I think Jordan Smith might be the only other person to get this, but we all worked at a pool together in high school and like our first like year or two of college. And there was a, a patron right. called Paul Stout who worked called Paul Stout. <laughs> <laughs> named Paul, Paul Stout who wore a sleeveless kiss like that's the first day. and last name Paul Stout yeah. yeah okay and then he had uh, two gold hoop earrings he uh, lied about uh, having a hurt knee so he can get disability from the government but he would go off the diving board every day sick uh, ate a lot of chip witches good yeah. move he would scour the grass for change to go <laughs> be able to buy a chip witch so and I like to call Mike uh, Mike Paul Stout <laughs> I like that. 
<laughs> but yeah, I think Bailey introduced me to most of his friend group as Paul. So it's just, it's. I think a lot of people actually think my name is Paul. Okay. Well, Andy uh, Slaymaker still calls me TJ. That's also fair. <laughs> TJ. Oh man. Yeah. Um, Polly. Oh, Polly. Yeah. 1998, directed by John Roberts. There, yeah. I was watching. John. Do you guys watch it on Amazon? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's like I th- I thought the I took. <laughs> took a picture of wow. the screen because I thought that the, uh, when I read this, I literally said out loud, oh, I don't remember anything about this movie because it says, Polly, <laughs> an intelligent parrot, okay, I'm on board with this part, that's about all I remember, who actually talks, relates the story of his struggle to a Russian immigrant who works as a janitor <laughs> at the research institute where he's housed and neglected. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this sounds dark. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't remember anything about it. There were some low points, for sure. There were. <laughs> the only thing I remembered about this movie was, I say taco, they say taco. Actually, here, hang yeah. on. I'm just going to play it real quick. <laughs> because the intro, the intro is so incredibly long that I was just like, this movie's going to be a real, like, real uh, slobber knocker. I'm just a trying real to. slog. Slog. I'm trying to. It was nice and short, though. They don't talk. I say taco, they say taco. Taco, taco, taco. That's the only thing I knew of this movie from the commercial. Well, and then when I <laughs> when I watched it this time, that was like the only quote I really remembered. Same. Also, I thought that Paulie was voiced by Gilbert Gottfried until I watched it. Really? Really? That's I was, like, the, like I had a very vivid memory about that. That's Aladdin. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering, why, I wrote, why did I think Gilbert Gottfried did the voice of Paulie? <laughs> he does. But there Iago. you go. Yep. Mike and I were um, just talking about before we started recording, though. It's so funny that Jay Moore does the voice of Paulie, but they also cast him as the other guy. Was it Benny? Benny. Like, well, why would you double book Jay Moore for your movie? Yeah. Well, and the the um, the pawn shop guy, the owner. Yeah. his Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Jay Moore apparently is doing an impression of him. Like Buddy Hackett was gonna do the voice of Polly, hell yeah, and then Jay Moore did an impression of Buddy Hackett, <laughs> doing and Polly. got the role. That's so weird. they end up putting Buddy Hackett in it anyway. But Just then the up. girl that does the voice of Lupe yep. is Jay Moore's like girlfriend in it later in the movie. I'm lost. Do you think like the girl that plays Jay Moore's girlfriend? No, yeah, I, 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 do you oh, think yeah. the producers were like, all right. Jay Moore will let you do Polly, but you have to do the same salary and do Benny as well, so we don't have to pay another actor. <laughs> yeah, probably. We don't have a lot of money. I was like, the Jay Moore vehicle Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the opening scene is so it. so long. It's like the janitor from Airbud talking to Monk. <laughs> the janitor from Airbud. <laughs> and then, or no, the janitor is the guy from Airbud, Air Christmas. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Monk I don't know, doing I just a Russian trust accent. That guy. I, I thought Tony Schlieff's like accent was going to get so old. Dude. It was convincing. The, the accent. <laughs> I thought it was offensive. offensive. I thought it was a very offensive accent. It's Russian. Yeah, yeah but I mean, he's like, he's like born in America. I, like, I think he's like, but his family's Jewish like Lebanese. Guy, right? Okay, I think his family's from Lebanon. I don't know. I liked it. Live lamb from Lebanon. I also thought this. I movie, think you should do it more. <laughs> I thought this movie was less of a kids movie. I thought it was just like a bad comedy. Yeah, I was very surprised to find out it's just this it is just a kids movie. Yeah. Oh, you thought you going into it? You thought it was just going to be like not a like kids a movie, cheesy bad comedy, comedy yeah. more one liners and stuff. Yeah. yeah, interesting. More physical things like someone steps in a mop bucket and they can't get their foot out of it. Yes, the classic for sure. For sure. Um, Talking about the soundtrack, we got "What's New Pussycat" by Tom Jones, "Marie" by Randy Newman, "War," uh, their song "Lowrider," and "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees. Pretty good soundtrack. That was actually, cool. it was okay. Not bad. Yeah, could have been worse. <laughs> So you got you got Senator Kelly from X Men being a real dickhead in this. Yeah, glad he dies in X Men. He's a <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> that's a that's that's a uh, sequel to Paulie. Tyler just cracked the beer with one hand. That's kind of impressive. It was good. 
What's I up? Couldn't do that. <laughs> not trying um, to brag, but I drink a lot. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> I thought it was fucked up. They keep this parrot in the boiler room, man. <laughs> yeah, the dumb doctor. Like, first of all, knows the goddamn thing can talk. Yeah. And then he just making Tony Shalhoub look like an idiot. Like, why do you got to put him in there? He's not gonna get out. Yeah. You could have put him in the cage anywhere. Like you got to punish this bird for years because he made you look yeah. dumb in front of a group of people. <laughs> yeah, you guys dude. are focusing on Polly in the future too much. We got to go back. It's a flashback movie. You're right. Go back. You're right. Go back you're right. Oh, Aaron grievances. Cute little girl Marie. Marie couldn't talk. Dad couldn't listen, and mom couldn't cope. So they got rid of me. <laughs> but Polly was afraid of heights, and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it's funny because a bird you wouldn't expect <laughs> to be scared of heights. Yeah. See, they can it. fly. It's it. like, uh, but Bali couldn't fly. Uh, Marie's dad was an asshole. Yeah, he sucked. She had a stutter, and he would just. Hate her mom her was kind it. of a jerk too. She was like getting real impatient. She with would him. just like she was trying. She was a pushover to the dad who was yeah. a dick. Unfortunately, do yeah. I need to say it again? Marie couldn't talk. The dad <laughs> couldn't listen, and mom couldn't cope. So they got rid of me. <laughs> uh, you're right. Hey, you know when uh, the mom? So the mom in this, she does a like a a good night song which is like comes in important later but when she sings it to the daughter she has the most dead expression on her face her face isn't moving it looks like a porcelain doll and her eyes just are black and they stare forward while she's singing to her daughter like you don't want to smile or anything when you're doing this uh i like the part when uh the whole little bit of the storyline when uh he was with Ivy when Polly was with Ivy. I thought that was really sweet. Oh, yeah, that was Very really tender. sweet. I liked they could her. have probably made a whole movie about that. I got sad about like her whole story arc because she was cool. And I liked her. I, yeah. As soon as he met her, I was like, oh, she's going to die. It's like, <laughs> so sad. Like, I, <laughs> she's I just old. knew it was coming. I thought <laughs> that she was like getting tired when she was driving in the desert. Oh. Yeah, that was confusing. I mean, you right? Know, it's, hard to, it's hard to let viewers know that someone's losing their sight. <laughs> How do I know what they can't see? Also, does it just happen like that where it's like, boom, done? No way. It seemed like it was instant. Well, her solution was, now nah, we're good. I'll have this bird direct me. <laughs> no, that was his solution. Well, okay, he sure. was like, I'll help you. But she, she was, was like, then listening. Um, no. I don't know which is worse, her idea or she's listening to a bird's idea. <laughs> eh, if it's Polly, I'll listen. What if? Ivy and I have the same glasses. So we're cool. Also, um, when uh, Ivy, if- in the beginning, she has her motorhome parked in Jersey and it has obviously been set up for years because there's like yeah. a porch attached to it and there's like all this lawn furniture which she just leaves. She but just takes the, off. The whole time I was thinking like she probably hasn't moved that in 10 years. There's no way that would just pull out. It She's got to get a mechanic even, over there. Probably wouldn't even start. Yeah. yeah. You got to do some actual work on that. <laughs> if you're going to drive it across the country, get that thing inspected. That's just responsible. Who was it? Was it her or Polly that said, what's the matter with New Jersey? Um, when they first start yeah, talking about question. it, I forget. I, I quoted it, but I didn't attribute it. To I had that as one of my. Uh, we don't have enough time for that. So. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Polly that said it. What's the matter with New Jersey? It's nice if you give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, even more irresponsible, she gets out of the RV when she has like a flat tire or whatever. She her starts hat, walking. Her hat flies off. She doesn't even pick it up. She just walks away. Yeah. It's like right there. It doesn't it's even really so blow close. away. It like blows over to the door, and then she's like, well, it's gone forever. Damn it, Ivy. Um, and Did then, you guys catch it when Polly was animatronic? When he was like sitting on her shoulder when she's like blind blind and she's like getting him to describe the sky? No. Oh, yeah. He's like mechanical. I'm naive. So I, don't I thought it was like... <laughs> I, think I, I was like, his eye looks a little weird. And then his whole body is just not moving and it's just his head going like... <laughs> looking like one of those animatronic Santas. One of those things like a the old-fashioned bird that just like keeps pecking into a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, they replaced it with that for several scenes. You might not have noticed. Yeah, dude, those birds, the dipping birds. Yeah, the liquid they put in the bottom of them is mm-hmm. fucking strong because this is a weird side story. No, oh, man. I had one on my desk when I was like a teen, and one time it got knocked over. The glass shattered on the bottom where the liquid is and whatever that blue liquid in there ate the finish off of my desk oh jesus like it like Whoa. just ate the polyurethane right off that's crazy some sort of like acid something maybe dude. it's something some mold can't grow in there oh that could probably be there you go um would you watch a shot for shot remake of Polly with that bird in the, the <laughs> place for sure what are other famous birds the one that balances on your hand perfectly. It's like an eagle. Well, no. you can balance oh, yeah, the, with the beak. I mean, like, it, birds, birds in film or birds on TV. Um, that we could uh, swap, go. swap out for, swap Polly out for. Yago. Um, yes. What was that Jesse Eisenberg movie? Uh, Rango? Social Network? Yeah, no. <laughs> He's a, He voices a bird. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, okay. Are there famous bird movies? Are there other good, uh, good, famous live action birds? Yeah. Well, let me check out this Jesse Eisenberg. Angry Birds. Oh, also, speaking of Jesse Eisenberg, the little girl is his younger brother or younger sister. Really? What? Yeah. The girl that plays young Marie? Yeah. That's his younger sister. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I don't see a resemblance branch. No. The the girl that plays older Marie is in The Frighteners. Yeah. She's like the main girl from The Frighteners. Rio. The movie's called Rio. Oh, oh, yeah. Rio came out right around the time of Angry Birds, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the Angry Birds are pretty popular. Yeah, every single last one of them. Do what they if you put What if you put the red one in here instead of Polly? <laughs> I like the the yellow one that you can hit the the hit the screen. It like darts toward the stuff. Breaks yeah, that, that's a good Angry Bird right there. I don't care who you are. <laughs> it's been a while. I don't remember the uh, what what all they do. Yeah. I don't remember the story. Uh, there's one where you can tap it. It breaks into three, but they're not very strong. They're small. Little so, blue ones. Yeah, the little blue ones. Oh yeah. Um, I laughed out loud. Jay Moore in this movie is kind of a bad guy. He uh, gets Polly to start robbing people in their homes. And at one point, Polly, a bird, is robbing this home for jewelry. And Jay Moore looks at the screen and goes, what's taking him so long? <laughs> I was like, come on. It's a fucking bird. What are you doing? And he left him, dude. Yeah. That's that was messed cold. up. At PETA. Then what, then what happened? He got caught and then he got taken to the Institute. Taken, that yeah. Stupid dad to worked the there, I guess, lab. or something. Yeah. How long do birds live? I feel like he's pretty old at this point. Parrots live to like 100 years old, don't they? They, no. they live pretty yeah. old. I don't know about 100. They're maybe fucking like, old. Maybe like 400. Huh. <laughs> Bummer. Checks Let's out. find out. Okay. Yeah, I'm I, sure uh, like by species it varies, but there's got to be like an average long age here. I was going to get Siri to tell me, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I was also like texting his girl during the big breakout scene and missed like the entire climax of the movie and looked back and I was like I don't know what happened so did you go back no nah, I just pieced it together <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so nice there's like, a diversion and he let him out dude yeah, I mean that's the, the gist yeah. the I don't know there's you know different breeds of parrots I guess the capa the cacapo mm-hmm. lives up to 95 years yeah that's and, not 100 and the, and the it's accurate what about a, a nice macaw? A macaw, 50 years, bud. That's pretty good. I, I would assume Polly's a macaw. I don't know why. Um, I don't Cockatoos know. Cockatoos and Amazonian parrots can reach the age of 75 or older. Hmm. Holy moly. It's longer than I'll be here. <laughs> Wouldn't it suck if you had like a parrot from birth and it outlived you? <laughs> yeah. It would. <laughs> Imagine like having to leave money in your will to a parrot so it could like survive after you. Having yeah, to. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave all this money to my parrot. Buy yourself a dope cage, Polly. <laughs> 
Um, I looked up some of the tags for this movie. You want to hear some of the IMDb tags? Yes. Yeah. Parrot, girl, loss of eyesight, automated <laughs> teller machine, mariachi, Los Angeles, California, human-animal relationship, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, family relationship, husband-wife relationship, mother-daughter relationship, father-daughter relationship, ginger cat, animal's point of view, and Grand Canyon. <laughs> Grand Canyon. A lot of relationships in this movie that they are <laughs> very aware of. Um. Jay Morker is a mustache mid movie. I don't think he has it in the. Pawn yeah, shop. I actually had a note that was like so. That's many years later. Jay Moore growing mustache equals sleazy, I guess. Because <laughs> yeah. he comes when he's like he was like okay at the pawn shop. Like, yeah, you could tell he was guy. like kind of like oh I need this bird for my own good, but he was yeah. like chill. Oh, he, did he did he bring in a stolen radio though to sell? Oh yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I think he's just been an asshole the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but when he gets worse is when he starts robbing people in their homes, and that's when the mustache comes in. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you're a must, you have a mustache in a movie, you're a sleazeball. Yeah. Uh, so especially if you grow one halfway through a movie. Paulie's a blue crown conure. Conure. C O N U R E. Pretty sure he's conure. Green. Their <laughs> lifespan is thirty to forty years. Okay. okay. So he's probably like. I wonder how old Paulie was at the filming of this movie. Oh yeah, the real Polly. Does Polly have an acting credit? I bet he does. I bet he's the top billed actor. There was like a, no, that's I think they had James. like fifteen of them for the movie. The top billed <laughs> actors, yo, I, I, they had several actually. I think the top billed actor is the lady that plays Ivy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Gina Rowland. It's just a shame it wasn't Cheech Marin as top billed. Tony Shalhoub is number two. Cheech is number three, and Senator Kelly is number four. Not I, even Jay Moore who does double duty. Yeah, he's just running himself dry for this movie. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, I think I found us in the movie. We're the three dumbass birds. <laughs> Cheech's dumbass birds, but this segment is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that one. That one's okay. good. Thank you. Uh, Polly does not have an acting credit. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Might have been the la- the one and only thing he did. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Oh, never saw my letterbox review. Parrot farts in this movie. <laughs> Important. Isn't that insane? That's just insane to me. That that's a thing that happened. <laughs> it was like loud too. Important moments in cinema history. <laughs> when uh when Misha helps Polly escape, there's a dartboard of Dr. Reingold's face. So that up. was funny. Yeah. We, um. Did you guys read the trivia about all the people who were considered for the roles in this movie? No, I think like that's a very long list. That's all IMDb ever is anymore. It's that's true, but there's some crazy ones. Jack Black was considered for the role of Tony Shalhoub's character. Uh, Danny DeVito was considered for Cheech's character. Ew. Drew Barrymore was considered for the role of Lupe. Um, <laughs> Judy Dench for Ivy. I would I would have liked that. I like Judy Dench. Uh, Tim Allen was considered for the role of Polly. Yeah, I can see that. And James Woods was considered for the later. role of Doctor Reingold. Yeah, I, was just I thought say, that was probably right good. after Toy Story, right? I mean, just, that was ninety five. This is ninety eight. So yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, this is listed as one of Amy Adams' favorite movies. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and the last thing I have is when Marie and her mother are hugging each other after Marie says "cup." You can see that Polly pooped on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so a fart turns into a poop. <laughs> oh, man. What a movie. Um, I didn't hate it. I, I didn't That's expect fine. it to be a kid's movie as far as it goes. I, as, I thought it was nice. Yeah, it was a nice it's, movie. It's sweet. It's sweet. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 62. That's fair. They gave it 2% yeah. higher than I would have. I would have given it a nice 6 out of 10. They gave it a 5. There you go. Which is smack down the middle. I think, I think 5 out of 10 gets a bad rep. 
Well, yeah, I mean, if it was a test, that's failing. That is true, but it's it's just right down the middle. <laughs> this is you um, don't feel one way or the other. It's just there. Yeah, this is a question that's yeah. going to be really hard to ask off air. But I just got a text. We're, we're getting pizza. Do you guys want any slices? <laughs> I'm okay. I okay? No, I actually had pizza right before coming here. Okay. Cool. Oh, Tyler, what's your score? Sorry. I, you know, I'd give it like a six. Yeah. That like I, it was enjoyable, but I'm not going to rush to go watch it again ever. Right, in my I'm life. bumping it up. I'm bumping it up to a six. Cool. I'm glad six, we converted you. Glad you see you. Welcome. Hail, hail Satan. Um, <laughs> should we do a segment called Tasting Notes? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I copped out on this one. I had Twizzlers while I watched the movie and a banana, blueberry, <laughs> strawberry, almond milk, acai smoothie while I listened to the album. You just remind me I have Twizzlers in my pocket and my coat downstairs. Ooh. I had Why are they down today. there? I forgot. Jeez. <laughs> I had Twizzlers today, too, with a, a berry LaCroix. Um, so those are my tastings. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I um, uh, so I was thinking I would like to have a, like some sort of bird. Obviously, you, it's hard to get parrots. So if this is an attainable <laughs> meal, I would like to have like a duck that's roasted and then glaze in some sort of mango glaze. Oh yeah, yeah. Because eat the, the shit out of that bird mangoes. in honor of the bird that escapes. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine was I combined uh the food and the drink a, a nice cactus smoothie. Is that one song he says you hook like a cactus, and <laughs> nice. then um, with mango and bananas? There you go. That sounds nice. It'd be kind of tasty. Sounds okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm fully in. You guys ever had ate cactus before? No. no. Is it good? It's fine. Probably just tastes like water. I've right? had a um, a cactus taco before. Take the spines out though, right? That's pretty good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> or t- or leave them in for texture. Uh, it's no fiber, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Moving along. Dude, this was the episode I was going to say we should move one of the segments up to earlier, but I forgot. Oh, shit. And here Start we are. Over. Well, should we do it next time? We'll <laughs> do it next. We'll, we? we'll just say again just that we'll the, do it next time. Should we do it in the news? Delete <laughs> all the audio. We'll just start over. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Good all right, let's move it right along right, to cool. wine or cheese. Let's play the theme song. It's playing. You can hear it. It's playing. We can hear it. It sounds really good. I can hear it. Uh, I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to get quotes for this segment? I always just thought I was joining it. I no, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you you are, I guess. I came in late to the show. I don't know where my role is yet. All right, no, the music okay. has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for um, telling us. The, Not the, like I could hear it or anything. <laughs> the uh, the New Jersey part, I had, had that is one of my wine and cheeses ones, and that was from Polly. So. Cool. I have two more. Uh, I've got um, four total, weirdly enough. How about... Uh, the sun must almost be set. Can you see any stars yet? That's Polly, man. Polly, but nice try to make it sound yeah. like a rhyme. Right at the can- <laughs> Grand Canyon. Yeah, I picked purposely picked a rhyming one. <laughs> yeah. Um, my shelf life is expired, but I don't belong on a shelf. That's Algernon. I'm gonna say Algernon. Yeah, it's from the song Preservatives. That makes sense. Yeah, Joey, hit me with. You have four. Yeah. You want to do two now? Yeah, I'll do two. <laughs> All right, cool. <clears throat> yeah. Um. If I was stranded on a desert island and could only take three things with me, I know what they would be. Algernon. Algernon. Yeah. They sing a lot about desert islands. Like yeah. Dogs on Acid has two songs about uh, desert islands, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did say that earlier. <laughs> Have they ever even been to one? <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone come back from one? <laughs> I don't th- I'm gonna say I'm gonna call them out and say they haven't been to a desert island. Hey. They're world travelers. <laughs> well, you know what? They do say if. 
if. I was oh, true. Yeah. It's hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my next one is it's all about climbing into a paper bag and finding your way out. That's Polly, I'm going to say. Algernon. It's Algernon from Cruising. Oh, cool. Yeah. Fuck like you, this. Mike. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We'll, uh, we'll listen to it in a second. Relax. <laughs> um, What's your last one? I feel like a punching bag tonight. That's Algernon. <laughs> is, that you, is that you talking or is that a lion? Just because I voice acted it. <laughs> you oversold it so hard. <laughs> that was my Jay Moore impression. <laughs> it's from the song Sad. <laughs> Where is Jay Moore from? Do we, do I we don't know? know. That's a good question. Uh, New York, I guess. No, he's more of a Jersey guy. I, I, was, like. I was thinking he'd be like a Boston guy. My, uh, my last one is I have a small brain and it's about to explode. Oh, that's from Polly. Yeah, I'll go with Polly. Yeah, it's Polly. <laughs> Because birds have small brains. Ooh, Jay Moore is from New Jersey. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Is that is he the one defending New Jersey in the song or in the movie? Uh, the, the no, like, it's, it's uh, either Polly or Ivy. We don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, if it's voice. if it's Polly, then it is Jay Moore. I oh, bet it is. True. I bet it is him. He's just Whoa, sticking isn't up that for crazy? Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can hear his voice saying it now. <laughs> um. I don't oh, have I, anything else. I have one thing. Uh, I'd like to just formally apologize to Vanessa Bayer from the uh, train wreck episode. She's the friend that I said was like creepy and not that funny from SNL. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to a podcast called Going Off Track. Her brother's on it. His name is Jonah Bayer. Okay. Um, and she was just like sitting in on one of the episodes and she's really fucking cool. I think as a person, she's really she's, cool. Yeah, I think she's funny. She's yeah. the like... M- Sort of mousy girl from that, right? Um, she's got like the red red hair, hair. And, like the teeth. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, she's funny. Really, I yeah, like her on I, SNL. I think she's funny as a person, but just maybe not my favorite actor. But uh, sure. yeah, just want to throw that out there. I went she, to college with her cousin Brooke. Okay, how about that? Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, really, dude, I, I didn't that? really know her, but Brooke Bear. Yeah, her name's Brooke Bear. Shout she, out Brooke Bear. She's in a sorority that we hung out with. Cool. I should get her to listen, and then we can. She and then she can tell. What's her face? And she can yeah, I, really, I didn't really know her at all. She can hear Mike's apology. <laughs> it was very genuine. Yeah, but you should tell the the one you know, Brooke. cousin. No, I don't know her that. Oh, well. <laughs> so I knew who she was. I didn't really know her. So you're just subtly name dropping people. <laughs> yeah, cool. I want to sound cool as to people I don't know that listen to this. All right, hell yeah. I'll just tell Tony Shalhoub about the podcast then. I guess. Um, in the spirit yeah. of the previous <laughs> podcast, cheap date. Would you say this episode was good, cool, or both? Uh oh. Um. I'm going both, man. Yeah, same. Love the album. The movie was enjoyable. The yeah. movie was good and the album's cool, so it's both. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to bring back an old phrase. It was good and cool, but not both. I don't know how that exists, but all right. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, LVAC. Go to their website, xlvacx.com. Get some merch. They've got that cool Trash Ink special. So yeah, like they just have like their old throwaway ink, and it's super, super discounted. And uh, check that out. Thanks to all the Cinepunks, Cinepunks dot com. Listen to the Valentine's episode of Film Friends, where you will find us there. Yeah, we're going to walk over there in a couple minutes, and, uh, and you will have already heard it. You'll have yeah, already heard it. So this it is coming out after that. It so came out before. Go this, back. Yeah. <laughs> this is coming out in March, I think. So yeah, go back and retroactively listen to that episode of Film Friends. And honestly, just keep listening to emo music and watching cheesy movies. I guess I don't know. Yo. Sh- um, don't listen to that other podcast about emo. Oh yeah, what's the other one? The E word, the Reddit po- uh, yeah. emo podcast. Yeah, a bunch of if you, nerds. It, yeah, shit's whack. But we do come at me. <laughs> but we do respect washed up.
Yeah, because we yeah use I their, enjoy them. We use their website all the time, and uh, plus they do good interviews. We don't interview people; <laughs> we just talk about them. <laughs> we could interview somebody. <laughs> I'm confident. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Catch you next week.